1: Jesus, to stay without to rise and feed. I am so.
0: That song, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. That's the cry of my heart. But all of this is not easy to
2: understand. I have my physical realm that I deal with, my health, what I do with my time and my energy. And then I have the spirit life, what I eat, where I go. There is the physical and there is the spiritual.
0: Now, most of my life, I thought of the spiritual as kind of a woo, 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 woo. Not true. The spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm we think of the physical realm as being the standard because that's where we live. But Jesus did not come from the physical realm. He came from the spirit realm, and the spirit realm is more real
2: than the physical realm. Literally real. We try to think our way through it, try to understand
0: in the the Jewish people of Jesus' day
2: they found the, the spirit realm crashing into their physical realm
0: and they didn't know how to deal with it their immediate
2: position was I don't believe it what kind of tricks are you playing It can't be real. But it was. And it is. Jesus, in the book of John, chapter 6, deliberately sets up
0: a crash between the physical and the spiritual realm. And what they discovered is that physical realm was being controlled entirely by the spirit realm. And they were being invited to enter into the spirit realm. And they said, whoa, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait. Do something great that we can't argue with. See, in chapter 6, Jesus
0: Crossed over from the Sea of Tiberius, Tiberius, of course, was on the Sea of Galilee, and it was it was the Roman city for Roman commerce, because Jerusalem was the backwater. Tiberius was downtown It's where the action was. A great crowd of people were following Jesus. They had seen the miraculous signs that Jesus performed on the sick. And then Jesus deliberately setting up this clash goes up on the mountainside, a hillside. I've been to that hillside. It's beautiful. Look out over the Sea of Galilee. A beautiful church has been built there.
2: Jesus went up on the mountainside and he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was coming close.
0: Jesus looked up and saw what he expected to see, a great crowd of people coming toward he and the disciples.
2: So he set Philip up. He said, Philip, where shall we buy bread for all those people that
0: are coming? They're going to be hungry. But he asked him that only to test him. He already knew what he was going to do. This was a setup. Philip said, eight months of wages would not buy enough bread for each one of them to even have a bite of bread. But then Andrew Simon's Simon's brother he speaks up and he says hey there's a little boy here with with his lunch that he hasn't eaten and he has uh, five small barley loaves child size and two small fish
2: but look how far will that go in this huge crowd Jesus said, have the, have the people sit down in the grass and he took those two small loaves, two small fish and those barley loaves and he began to break them. He lifted them up. He, he blessed them in the name of the Father. And he distributed those those small loaves and the fish to the disciples. The people began to eat
0: and enjoy and laugh. I'm sure it was a very festive time, but also a very scary time. Where did Jesus get this food out of his robe? How is this possible? It tastes fresh. It's delicious bread. And
2: these fish, they're also delicious. Finally, everyone had had every
0: every morsel they wanted to eat. And Jesus says, now go and gather the pieces that are left over. Don't let anything be wasted. So they gathered them and, and they filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over.
2: And the people had had everything they wanted to eat. Well, the people saw the miraculous sign and they began to say, this has
0: got to be the prophet was to come into the world. And they began to talk among themselves and say, this must be our king. Let's take him by force and let's crown him. Let's make him king. Does anybody have a donkey? On the outskirts of the
2: camp, they could easily find a donkey. Jesus, knowing what they intended to do, withdrew.
0: He wanted them to have time to think about what they had witnessed and their bellies were
2: full. Jesus went up on the mountain to pray. And the disciples in this story
0: waited until night had fallen and then finally said, Jesus is not coming back. We don't know what's happened to him we better get in the boat and cross over because the winds are going to shift. So that's what they did. They got back in
2: the boat and they began to make their way to Capernaum. That meant they had to go north to where the waters flowed into the Sea of Galilee. as they're struggling with the boat it's dark Jesus
0: hadn't come and they were facing a very strong wind
2: and it was not like a sailboat today it did not have a a sail that they could do anything but fly before the wind so they were
0: They were facing a wind that was pushing them back to where they had been.
2: The waves were sloshing. They were beginning to get very, very concerned. And then they saw a figure walking on the water. And they thought it was a ghost. they began to cry out. They thought this was the end. They were dying. This ghost would take them down and drown them.
0: And then they heard the voice of Jesus over the wind. I don't
2: know how, but they did. They heard the voice of Jesus saying "It is I, don't be afraid. They were out about three, three and a half miles into the lake. Jesus said, don't be afraid. And I don't know anything to say to you, except you're going to see
0: some really strange things. And all Jesus will say is, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid another portion of scripture, it talks about, okay, I won't be afraid. Peter, Jesus, if that's really you, tell me to come walk on the water with you. Yes, come on, Peter, walk with
2: me on the water. So he climbs out of the boat. And as he approaches where Jesus is, he sees how rough the waves are, and, he, and the
0: wind is in his face, and He becomes terrified. One moment he knew he was going to die and now suddenly he's put himself in a position where
2: again he's sure he's going to die. Jesus takes him by the hand and lifts him up out of the water. And as soon as Jesus' foot touches the boat, they're at the shore. They're at their, at their destination. Now, part of what I want to say to you today is this
0: following of Jesus and being caught between
2: the spirit and the flesh sometimes gets terrifying. I'm caught right there now. My leg is broken in the flesh, in the concrete world that I know, and Jesus has not yet stepped into the boat,
0: and so my leg is not healed yet. Jesus has demonstrated his incredible ability as God And has healed
2: many people that day. I'm waiting for Jesus to step into the boat and heal
0: me. And many friends have said Ray, don't be stupid. He's not going to step into the boat. How do you know? His promise is that he will, and that when he steps into the boat, I will be at the shore. I'll be healed. See, this interplay between what we call the real world and the spirit realm is so mysterious, we're not sure when it's going to happen or what's going to happen. And and often we become very frightened by what we're experiencing. Some of you today are Terrified because you don't have
2: a job or you're sick. And it looks like you're going to die. I've said to my
0: wife, how long do you think I can live like this? I've gone downhill quite a way. How long can I live like this? Well, that's the wrong question. The question is, how long can I live like this until Jesus comes and steps into my real world, quote, unquote, and in the spirit realm, I'm restored entirely, and that translates into a collision between the physical
2: realm and the spirit realm. Do you understand what I'm saying to you today? Well, now, Let's go another step. The crowds came to Capernaum looking for Jesus the next day. And they began to question Jesus.
0: When did you get here? And Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You're looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves And had your fill. In other words, you're not looking for me because I'm from the spirit realm. You're looking for me because I fed you concrete, real food in the concrete, real world that you live in. And he says, Don't work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. In other words, stop looking at the physical realm and what it's providing for you and begin to look beyond that to the spirit realm
2: to take care of all of your needs. Well, that's a hard one for them. They're not sure they even believe in a spirit realm. Jesus has shown them some
0: signs. They know there's something mysterious about Jesus.
2: Some of you have come to the
0: conclusion that the spirit realm will never clash with your physical realm and you're always going to be the way you are now. And Jesus is saying, stop working for the food that is put on the kitchen table or the dining room table don't work for that food. But most of you, if I don't go to work every day and work for that food, I'll starve to death. I I don't have money that pops up out of the spirit realm.
2: Oh, it can. Peter said they all owed taxes. Jesus said, no, that's not true.
0: But now, Peter, why don't you go on down to the lake and throw in your fishing line and the first fish that you catch, open its mouth and you'll find in it a gold coin. Take that gold coin and go pay the temple tax for you and for me. Well, how'd that coin get there? Jesus was dry. He didn't dive down in the water and jam a gold coin in some fish's mouth
2: and even if he had how could he have made that fish take the line don't just blow
0: off these incredible clashes between the physical and the spirit realm we don't understand them they're mysterious to us we'd like to avoid
2: we'd like to avoid them if we can I mean, Grandpa and Grandma were driving many years ago. Grandpa was a builder
0: and was forced into bankruptcy when people could not buy the homes that they put the down payment on. And he had to survive, and so he was able to save a truck, not like we have today, but a truck. And he decided the only way he could survive is to go up to the East Hills, to the ranches and there take orders and then drive to Cheyenne. Fill the orders and drive back and deliver them with an add-on
2: for Grandma and Grandpa. Grandma liked to make those trips with him when she could. well, they, they had taken the orders and they were
0: making their way across the prairie before the mountain starts to go up to Cheyenne. And of course, today, it's a beautiful four-lane highway. But in that day, it was not a four-lane highway. It was just not even a two-lane highway. It was just a, a dirt track Going up the mountain across the prairie. Very few people made that trip. It was not a safe trip. Grandpa had on the front of the truck a canvas bag filled with water, and
2: the breeze on it was supposed to keep it cool, but I'm not sure it was all that cool. Grandma was a very devout Christian. Grandpa
0: was a total atheist. So they were making their way across that prairie. And suddenly that clash between the divine, the the spirit,
2: in everyday life happened to them. And even though Grandpa saw it, he didn't believe the sign. He blew it off. And he died an atheist. Well, what happened was the brake in the back locked up on the truck. It was too hot to touch. Grandpa got out and he he looked at it.
0: And then realized that the load had been very large this time and he had forgotten to bring any tools with him. He was cooking kicking himself around when when he bet went back and sat in the truck with grandma was hot and miserable. Grandpa was angry at himself. He was a very responsible
2: man, a good businessman. And grandma said, is it
0: likely that any will come along? Should we plan on spending the night out here on the prairie? And, and grandpa said, yes. And when it cools down enough, I'll be able to touch it and I might be
2: able to unlock it. So they said, well, we'll spend the night out here on the prairie. And suddenly Grandpa hears
0: a, a truck motor behind him and he looks and there's a, a another truck. And and he didn't hear it coming across the prairie and he didn't see the he didn't see the dust from the truck. So he got out and went back and told the man exactly what had happened. And the man in White overalls, went to his truck and brought out his tools. And Grandpa said to him, You can't touch that, it's
2: too hot. But he did touch it, and it didn't seem to burn his hands. And very quickly, the man repaired their brakes, put his tools in the toolbox, Well, Grandpa went forward to the passenger side
0: to get some money so he could pay the man for his repair work.
2: And then Grandpa, with cash in hand, turned back to the man, and he and the truck were gone. And there was no dust in the air. Everything was crystal clear. Grandma excitedly got out of the truck. She said, Rollo, Rollo, that was an angel of God. He repaired your truck. Now will you believe in Jesus? Grandpa grumped, said, Let's get going. Got back in the truck, started the motor. Headed on their way up Cheyenne Mountain. When the spirit crashes into the physical realm, we're mystified. Well, there is another realm. There is another reality.
0: There is another
2: universe. Angels pass through to this realm and suddenly appear. That happened with Gideon, that happened with Joshua. That happened many times in the Old Testament. But it also happened in the New Testament because the greatest clash that had ever occurred
0: between the spirit realm and the physical realm was in the form of a little baby
2: boy, fully God and fully man. Now the physical realm is going to have to decide. Will they believe in the spirit realm? It was so uncomfortable for them that they took this man
0: from chapter 6. His name was Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. All of Jesus' names are names of salvation and love. And compassion for those of us who
2: live in this strange physical realm. And they murdered him. They murdered the creator of life because they could
0: not handle the difference between the spirit realm. And the physical realm. Because the physical realm is ruled by an evil dragon called Satan or Lucifer.
2: It belongs to Jesus and he was coming back to reclaim what was his. And the dragon said, no, you're not. I'm going to kill you. And did so.
0: Had the devil known, had the serpent known that by killing Jesus he was defeated utterly and lost his kingdom, he would not have killed Jesus. But this was a part of the spirit realm that the devil, the serpent, was not acquainted with. He didn't know all
2: of the governing rules. So now back to our story in chapter 6, they come questioning Jesus, they come disagreeing with him, and finally he says this to them, verse 33, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. He says, I am the bread of life. What is he talking about? He's
0: saying that you in the physical realm are going to have to transition and eat something in the spirit realm, and that something is me. And when you eat me in the spiritual realm,
2: you'll never be hungry again. Your heart will be satisfied. See, one of the marks
0: of the physical realm is that we're never satisfied. We never make enough money. We never eat enough food. We never make enough love. We always want more, more, more. But Jesus is saying when you enter into the spirit realm and you clash with that spirit realm, And you believe in me. You believe I came from that spirit realm. And if you'll do what I tell you to do, it will totally
2: destroy, remove, take away all your hunger. You will be satisfied with me. The bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. The physical realm always is taking
0: away entropy. It is taking away. It is going downhill.
2: It is dissipating. It is being destroyed. It is only temporary. And Jesus is saying, it's not that way in the
0: spirit realm. In the spirit realm, when you enter into me and you eat what I give you to eat, you are built up. You are given life. It's not stolen away from
2: you in the dark by the serpent, by the dragon. All that the Father gives me, he will give will give to you. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me,
0: that is, from the spirit realm. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose none of you that he has given me. But raise them up at the last day, for my Father will... My Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. I will raise him up at the last day. And the Jews, they begin to grumble at these words from Jesus. And Jesus says, stop grumbling among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up at the last day.
2: See, everything is under the control, not of the devil. He's been defeated at Calvary. He lost everything at Calvary. Now everything is under the control of the Father and of Jesus and of the Holy Spirit. If you're wise... You listen to what Jesus is saying to you. He says, I am the bread of life.
0: Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that comes down from my Father, from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will... He will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. He means I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to die on Calvary. And then as you enter into me, and please hear me, all of the scripture is about sin and how to escape its effect on your life. To untwist you, to set things right in your heart. This morning in my prayer time, I was crying out to God and saying, Oh God, would you send to me the the blessings of righteousness, of innocence?
2: I need the blessing of innocence. live in this I live in this world where the
0: spirit comes and clashes with the world as we know it and we see things that we don't understand and we hear things we don't understand we look at everything through eyes of this world but when we come to Jesus he changes the way we look at things he gives us a dose of reality a shot from heaven
2: He shows us that there is something different going on here. I know one woman. She's a very smart woman, a very talented woman. But she has all kinds of struggles. I tried to talk to her about Jesus, and she said, I don't believe in that stuff. If I, if I ask her, do you like Star Trek? Oh, yes, I love Star Trek. She can
0: believe that there are planets out there. She can believe all kinds of things when it comes to the almighty God of heaven, when it comes to Jesus who's going to change her and give to her gifts of righteousness. Righteousness. Take her out of the home where she is shacked up with a man. Clean her up, wash her, scrub her down. Doesn't want anything to do with that. In high school, I visited my family, my cousins. My cousin was telling me how miserable she was in school and how how eager she was for a change in her life. And I said, well, Why don't you come live with us? And you'll be able to go to the same boarding school that I go to. It's a wonderful academy.
2: He said, what? I said, yes. Talk to my mom. She'll pay your way. Your mom won't have to pay a penny. So she went and talked to my mom. And she said, what's wrong with your son
0: Ray? Is he crazy? Do you do you guys really send him away to a boarding school?
2: How do you have money to do that? And my mother said to her, No, we're not rich. But I'll tell you what, if you want to come,
0: you can come live with us. And you can go to the same boarding school and have the same opportunities that my, my three sons have had.
2: And then you can do whatever you want to do with your life. She said, you're willing to pay my way to a boarding school for high school. That's for rich people. Mom said, no. That's for people who want to know Jesus. Well, that was was the total thing that broke the conversation. She said, I don't want to know about Jesus. What? She came back and talked to me and said, Raymond, I'm not interested in your school. You're going to a Christian school. I don't want to be a Christian. That ended the conversation. I loved her. She was beautiful. A wonderful personality. A Western gal. She knew all about riding and punching cows and, She didn't want to know about Jesus. If some of
0: you see me working with my glasses, it's because they're broken. I'm going in to get a new pair, but I have to wear these while I can. I only have one lens. One lens
2: is gone and one lens is here. But I'll get those replaced soon by the
0: power of the the spirit. The spirit realm will pay for it. No, my cousin was not interested. It seemed far too much for her to imagine that she could possibly go
2: to a boarding school, and then it was much too much for her to even imagine that she could even be interested in being a Christian. Her father was an alcoholic. Worldly man, a wicked man. Beat up her mother every night. Finally, she left him. Not a pretty picture. A picture of desperation and wickedness. Carousing. All she wanted was A baby. I'm sure she got it. Do you hear what I'm saying to you today? There is a clash
0: between the spirit and the physical realm. And the day will come, I shared this yesterday, when the physical realm will be destroyed by fire and there will be a new heaven and a new earth.
2: It will be bright with light. It will be filled with love and mercy and compassion. Place I want to go. Do you? Are you interested? See, we get to choose our outcome. But it's weighted heavily
0: against heaven because this is the devil's realm.
2: This is the serpent's place of ruling and eating. Jesus came crashing into that, into that manger as a baby. And he grew up. He was protected by God. The devil couldn't touch him. The devil tried to tempt him. And he failed. This dragon has been after Jesus for centuries. Now we're coming to the final final end and you get to read the scriptures and read the whole history of how Jesus dealt with him and you get to choose are you going to believe in the spirit
0: realm or are you going to believe wholeheartedly in this physical realm are you going to choose Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, who who dwells in eternal light and glory and power, and he's coming again in the clouds?
2: He's going to send his angels, pick up his people. You can read all about it in the book of Revelation. Do you want Jesus? See, we have the victory in Jesus. But we're going to have to go through some very strange
0: experiences as we experience the spirit realm crashing into the physical realm. And we're going to be saying, how is this possible? What's going on?
2: Oh, let me assure you, Jesus is more real than the serpent, the dragon. Jesus is for eternity. Choose Jesus. Invite
0: into your life those clashes between the physical realm and the spirit realm until you fully begin to understand that. That you eat Jesus' flesh and drink his blood in the physical realm
2: by participating in the spirit realm. Jesus opened the door for you. Enter into that
0: spirit realm. Everything is real. Here I see a man, gold fingers gold rings bedecking his fingers, tattoos all over his body, lip pierced, nose pierced, ears pierced.
2: He looks like a, a demon. Because he won't believe crashing into his life of the spirit. He won't believe it. So he's going to go to hell you don't need to you can accept this spirit man who is fully man and fully god
0: he still is fully man and fully god he knows your deal he wants to save you
2: will you say yes will you believe the crash Will you believe the bread he feeds you? Healing he gives you. Let's pray. My father, I'm terrified
0: every time I see this spirit crashing into the physical realm because it's out of my control. I don't know what's going to happen. But I just stand by faith that that crash is coming again in my life and I will be healed.
2: Miracles do happen. You are saving my soul. You
0: are changing my life. You are blessing me with with gifts of innocence and righteousness. You are making me holy
2: by the miraculous power of this man Jesus. Lord, please come. Please come. We need you, Jesus. I need you. I know we will have the victory on the spirit side, and the physical side will be burned in the fire. But I know if I have the victory, in a moment's notice, I'll be
0: transformed and made into a new creature.
2: And I'll walk on the spirit side as my home for eternity. Lord, thank you. Now I pray, Lord, that Jackie will have the victory. that Dirk has the victory and that every other person who claims you has the victory. you, Jesus. You come in power and glory. Would you give us eyes to
0: see the spiritual realm and hearts to accept it and understand it to not stubbornly hang in the physical realm as though it were something special. Lord, the devil has nothing to give me in hell.
2: There's nothing of this world that I want to take to heaven except my character that you have built. Lord, I wait for that miraculous
0: transformation from the physical realm Permanently dwell with Jesus in the spiritual realm. Thank you, Jesus. Lead me now, my God. Lead me now, my God. Lead me on that upper road, higher ground. I pray in your holy name. Amen.